So today I'll be talking about the history between 1200 and 1450 in Southeast Asia. There were civilizations growing and religious spreading all across Southeast Asia, causing war between empires and states. Now, their technology advances, which was included gunpowder and paper, and the decline was in small states, local religion, and all tech. Now, this was the big picture and the main theme of between Southeast Asia. Now, starting off with Song Dynasty. Song Dynasty was empowering China and was considered a golden age, but it was also an extension of a dynasty that proceeded from the Tang Dynasty of the Golden Age. Song Dynasty was the advancement of technology such as gunpowder and canals, which is a Canals was an effective boosting way to trade between regions and could also help the spread of China's culture and the, and the spread of their advancements, technologies, and the growth and populations. Champa rice, which was one of their techno, uh, advanced technology, which could help stop floods, was a plant that could help stop floods could be harvested three times a year. This was also a good effect since there was not more food, which meaning there was more people, which could cause more people to have more technology or more advancements in technology. There was people which caused uh, more technology so and also the growth in their culture and religion, such as Confucianism which also was a major help to them in the way they structured, structured and organized their society. So, Song Dynasty was also prosperous during this time. However, Asia was a fractured society. In the Ambassador's Caliphate, they were falling apart due to invasions tearing them apart, the Asia and the Abbasid Caliphate. Still, some empires and Muslim states rose. First, one empire called the Delhi Sultanate, established by the Muslim turf in India, was able to gain power in India, but had a difficult time converting society to Islam, even though they had power in in India. Another empire that rose up was the Mamluk Sultanate in North Africa. It was also a major slave empire. The Egyptians would enslave the folks which were not Muslim and force them into the military. However, during the time of the unrest, the slaves overthrew the government and made their own state called Mamluk State as they rose. So in comparison between Song Dynasty and the Ambassador Caliphate, Song Dynasty was flourishing culturally, politically, and economically, while Abbasid Caliphate was degrading politically, socially, economically, and culturally. Southeast Asia had the Vijayanagara Empire and the Chola Kingdom, 
which they both expanded their states, but they did buy and sell with trade. The Mali Empire, compared to the Ghana, Ghana, the rulers had built their states by centralizing their power. By this, they gained many wealth, as by their ruler Mansa, Mansa, who helped gain their wealth in the empire, and he helped the empire rose and became prosperous. Now, in, in America. In Mesoamerica, the Aztecs built a huge empire by ruling remotely, and the state was built by a tribute system, which means the people had to do pay with goods and services. But this was also enforced by the military. Compared to the them, and compared to their system, the Incas had to build their states by the Mata system, meaning the civilians had to do mandatory public services. Europeans, they had built their states with feudalism, which means they had built their states with class layers from kings to nobles to knights, all the way to nobles, I mean to peasants. Through the course of the period, they had lost their power to a more powerful centralized monarchs. Through all the civilizations, growing religions was also the key to state building and to like the empires rising and falling. It was a huge cause of development across Southeast Asia. When it came to Islam, it was built to create a system which shared beliefs and language throughout, which helped the regions across Afro-Asia unite together. Now, in Confucianism, it was a huge factor in the flourishing of China. It was the main reason why they were also prosperous. It was also a main reason it helped the rulers used its principles of Confucianism and the rules to control the people and organize to control their people and the frame of the government. So the government was practically based on the religion of Confucianism, which it actually helped them majorly in being a prosperous kingdom and empire and state. Hindu and Buddhism, such such as Confucianism, they also relied on the principles of the religion. In South Asia and Southeast Asia, relying on the principles of Hinduism and Buddhism to consolidate power, especially in teachings into the caste system. Now, the Roman Catholic, the European states, more relatively weak. More, they were more relatively weak, but the churches had a way of organizing the society away from the part of the states and how they ruled. However, some powerful states arose while these states. So, the powerful states that arose was France and the Holy 
Roman Empire. This introduced a struggle for power between the church and the states when France and the Holy Roman Empire rose. So in all world religions, there was a huge mass of missionaries sent to convert the world population into their religion. So that was their main goal, in part from growing their empires and states, but also to convert their religions, or the world to convert their religions into theirs and making it bigger. So not only do they use conversionism while spreading, spreading across, but they use the military to convert religion. So they kind of forcefully, instead of conversioning it with merchants, they use the military to enforce it. The Muslims invaded, for example, the Muslims invaded the Delhi Sultanate and converted the majority to Islam by 25%. They did not come to kill whoever didn't want to convert, but they made them pay taxes to whoever didn't convert and wanted to have to freedom and religion. This also helped both in getting a better opportunity in the business economically, but it also helped people convert religiously if they couldn't afford to pay taxes. Now, religion was also spread throughout trade across the Indian Ocean. The Indian Ocean also had big trade routes across with luxurious goods, but this was also a huge play in the expansions of and conversions of religions. So there were many conversions spread out through the regions of Southeast Asia. So not only were the merchants carrying goods to trade, throughout Southeast Asia, but cultural structure and religious beliefs which spread it. Now, now aside from all that, relations with non-Muslims. So the Crusades between um, 1095 and between 1291, Pope Urban II called the request of Alexius I. The Crusades were political as much as they had religious efforts. So the early Crusades were really successful, but they were only successful because they were so so brutal and violent in their ways, and they were like fairly forcefully. So the European Crusaders were mercenaries. However, Crusades could capture, but they couldn't hold the holy places of Christianity. So, due to the cause of this, the Crusades, since they couldn't hold the places of the Christianity, they divided Christianity along the East and West line. So, across, in conclusion, across Southeast Asia between 1200 and 1450, their main thing was a whole civilization growing. But not only was the civilization growing, so were the religions. As as long as the religions, religions and the civilizations growth, it was also a big help in technology, technology advancements across Southeast Asia.